Good morning and happy Sunday, all listeners. It is Sunday, July 11th, 2021. It is 9.30 in the morning, and this is episode 65 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Man, you know who it is. Here's Boogie time right here. What up, what up, Boogie? What up, Baron? Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. I am the Baron, as you all know. I just flew back from Phoenix, Arizona this morning where I went to Game 2 of the NBA Finals on Thursday evening, and I got to tell you, it was rocking. I bet it was, man. We uh, we were rocking. We were rocking. We were cashing. Suns in the over. Both comes through. Amazing atmosphere down in Phoenix. First NBA Finals, uh, first couple of games at home for the Suns since 1993 when Charles Barkley played Michael Jordan in the Bulls. And you could tell that they've been waiting for a long time. It was a crazy crowd. The uh, stadium actually gave out orange towels for everybody uh, to wave around. Booker had a good game. CP3 had a great game. Mikael Bridges, big shout-out. Big shout-out Big right stepping up. They were raining threes. They actually tied the Golden State Warriors finals record for most threes in a playoff uh, NBA Finals game with 20. Impressive. They rained threes. It was an awesome experience. Definitely top three, um, like I was telling you, offset sports events I've ever been to. Um, that, obviously, back in 2016, Christmas time, when we went to UK and UNC college basketball at T-Mobile. Um, shout out to Unk. Yeah, Unk. Um, and then um, my personal uh, 2013 nationally wildcard game for, between the Pirates and the Reds. Uh, that, that was amazing, too. So that Suns game right up there. Amazing atmosphere. We will dive into game three later on in the show as the series shifts to Milwaukee, Milwaukee obviously down two games to one, which we will talk about. Um, we will dive into obviously best bets as well. We have the Euro League Championship. Your Italians are in it playing yes, England. Yes, let's go Italy. We have a full slate of baseball. Um, but as always, we're going to start off with some tidbits. Not a lot, just a couple of things to touch base on. I did want to apologize to our listeners prior to launching episode 65. We are back together uh, in the studio for this episode. We tried to launch one yesterday virtually, and we had some technical difficulties, which left us with about a 10-minute recording. Um, it was great stuff, but it was obviously it couldn't be edited. So we apologize for that. Um, so we did put our games out there though. So we were very, uh, very up and down a little bit yesterday, but we did come through in our late night games. Yeah. The late night games actually worked out very well yesterday for us with the uh, Mariners coming through and the, uh, Cleveland Indians coming through for me. New York Yankees. Yankees all day. Uh, you had the, oh wow. The Dodgers minus the run and a half. They won by 21 runs. Loved it. Um, so we, we did some damage there. So as we bounce back here for episode 65, before we get into our fantastic baseball slate that we have here, um, we want to start off with some baseball news and uh, what Shohei has been able to accomplish this year. Man, this kid is just unreal. Uh, before the All-Star break earlier this week, Shohei Otani breaks Hideki Matsui, the longtime New York Yankees single-season re- single record for most homers by a Japanese-born player. He scorched... Uh, 31 and 32 earlier this week in only his 31 games. He's had 17 homers in his last uh, 31 games. Again, broke the mark before the All-Star break. This guy is just unbelievable. We're looking at probably at least 50-plus home runs for this kid. He's the number one seed in the home run derby tomorrow night, too. 
Um, the MLB All-Star Game to take place on Tuesday, Home Run Derby tomorrow. He's the number one seed in the All-Star uh, Home Run Derby. And I've never seen anything like it to be voted in as a DH and to be voted in as a pitcher. And they said he's going to do a little bit of both. In yeah. the All-Star Game, he's actually going to pitch and hit, which is incredible. Um, the All-Star Game's Tuesday. Um Unbelievable stuff we're seeing. I mean, to break Hideki Matsui's Japanese player record at the All-Star break, he's just having a monster year. And it's not like it's a record for, you know, a home run record. It's like 20, 25 Mm -hmm. home runs. This kid broke a long season. Yeah, long standing record. 31 home runs in one year is actually pretty good for a regular regular baseball player. Yeah, so... This kid is... Got 32 before the All-Star break. Yeah, he's pacing 60 home runs. Um, maybe maybe giving him a chance to break Bonds' record there at 73. Can he can he hit can he hit 41 more dingers? He's gotta go on a tear. He's just gotta stay safe and uh, of course injury free to get that record. I'd like to see where they were. I feel like in I mean, dating back, we all we obviously had McGuire and Sosa in '98, and I want to say they had right around the mid 30s at that at this point in the season. So yeah, he's on pace. He's, he's just a little he, under. Yeah, he's pacing for about mid 60s, which would be crazy. Still crazy in itself. Yeah, I mean, no one's hit that many in in, in a lot of years. And then obviously Bonds in 2003 hitting 73 home runs. And he's going to have that. He's had that record for 18 years. So we'll see if Otani can get close. Um, he is actually the favorite to win the American League MVP right now. He's sitting at one to two, and uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is three to two. So they are the two odds-on favorites to win the American League MVP. And then you got Degrom on the other side. Um, Sad news out of Atlanta. Yeah, Acuna with the torn ACL. So that guy was actually on a tear this uh, for himself this year, uh, leading the Braves in a lot of batting categories. Mm-hmm. Their offensive uh, prowess was uh, with Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. Uh, he is now going to be done most likely for the season. Yeah. Uh, so, again, he's going to be scratched for the uh, Most Valuable Player Award, which right now is just unbelievable where you got Jacob deGrom, which, again, is another uh, – kind of argument you can have for a pitcher to actually is only playing one out of every five games to be mm-hmm. able to become the most valuable player in his uh in his league uh and you got of course fernando tatis um and nick castellanos as the other top two uh players in the national league for most valuable players so uh it's going to be an interesting second half and we're uh looking forward to seeing what comes about from that um, a lot of exciting baseball still ahead to play for us. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the Home Run Derby tomorrow night. I'm also excited to watch the All-Star Game uh, from Coors Field. Early line is pretty much a pick em each way. The uh, National League is minus 108 on the penny line. Uh, the American League minus 102 on the penny line. Over-under set at 10.5 by Vegas for the All-Star Game. Tells me that balls are going to be flying out of Coors Field ah, potentially yeah. to have that total. Absolutely. That high, so I remember a couple pods ago saying oh, I like the over because it's a course field, and Vegas tends to agree. Putting the All Star Game total at ten and a half, usually it falls around that seven seven and a half area. So wind blowing out of course field, that'll be something to look forward to. Not only for the Hummer Derby, but also the All Star Game. 
this actually is going to be the last day of baseball for a little bit um, with having the All-Star break coming up. So I, it's our last day to go through, you know, last day of the first half, exciting time. Um, we're, we're winding down here. Second half of the season always goes by quick going into the postseason. Um, and before you know it, we'll be talking about college football. We'll be talking about pro football. Um, we'll be talking about college basketball. College in basketball. In about four months. So everything. Four months away, man. I the, cannot wait. Very exciting, especially, you know, for us to be doing this pod and being on X, episode 65. I mean, we did this through COVID, you know, COVID times, the bubble. And it's nice and then refreshing to see. I mean, me just being at that Suns game on Thursday night, very refreshing to see sports back to normal. Back to normal. We uh, got fans in stands. Tons of them, too. Fans in stands. No mask uh, mandate or anything. No mask mandate. Only mask mandates on airplanes and then the air and the airport. Yeah. You have to wear it. But I mean, when I was at that game. There's a ton of people no masks. So. It was it was absolutely quite amazing. Uh, has anyone noticed this before? As to the even the uh, Canadian government, you know, had had nobody in the in the stands. Mm-hmm. Thirty five hundred, I believe, was what it was allowed for capacity for the Canadians uh, for the Montreal Canadiens game. Yes, but yet outside the arena, you had tons of people, wall to wall people surrounding watching the game outside uh, their their arena. And so, yeah, it's going to be a, a really a fun season to be yeah. able to go through all that without COVID uh, affecting us. And we're looking forward to a, uh, a great full slate of sports coming up over the next few months. Uh, yeah. But we will have a lot of baseball ahead of us still uh, to go through with you guys. Yeah, the Canadian government um, not even letting Toronto play up in Toronto right now. Cause, Which they're vying for, actually, to try to get back to Toronto. Yeah, I, I know they're petitioning and stuff like that. I mean, it's going to be tough trouble. They said it could be a long time before Americans come back into Canada. So we'll see. I mean, I, we're not really political on this show, so we're not going to really dive too much into it. We'll just see how that tr- transpires to see if the Blue Jays can get back to their home. Because that... Uh, I've been you know, watching the Blue Jays in the playoffs and stuff. That's a raucous crowd up there in Toronto. So hopefully maybe they love I, their Blue Jays. I mean hopefully the I mean the Blue Jays have a nice season too. If they get in it'd be Raptors. nice. To, yeah, it'd be nice for the Blue Jays to to have home games in Toronto with fans. Um but nonetheless, we'll we'll dive in now to our slated games for today. Um the first game on our docket boogie is at five after ten, and it's is the White Sox going for a sweep on the road against the lowly Orioles, who are not, uh, 13 and 29 at home this year, 28 and 60 overall? Uh, the White Sox won the first two games of this series, 12 to one and eight to three. You got Dylan Cease on the mound for the White Sox. He's a seven and four, 4.14 ERA, taking on Spencer Watkins, who has only made one start, four Baltimore, but he pitched well, 1.50 ERA. Pretty big favorite here, White Sox, dollar seventy-five. Orioles plus one sixty. Home dog. What are you looking at there? Uh, you know, I'm going for the White Sox with the sweep. The way these bats mm-hmm. are working against these terrible Orioles team, I'm going to yes. take my shots at the White Sox minus a dollar twenty-five minus one and a half on the run line. Yeah, I think the White Sox go in there and take care of business and complete the sweep of the Baltimore Orioles today. I agree with you. 10-10, the Braves and the Marlins. Um, the Braves, another team going for a sleep today in Miami. 
Ian Anderson, who's been one of the better pitchers for Atlanta, he will be on the mound against Pablo Lopez, who's been one of the better pitchers for the Marlins. Obviously, we touched earlier on the show on Ronald Acuna Jr. He will be out for the season. Braves' first game without him. Tough, tough, tough. Miami, a much better home team. Uh, 21 and 21 at home this year, 38 and 50 overall against the Braves, who are flirting around 500 at 44 and 44. As of right now, Miami is a dollar fifteen favorite at home. Ian Anderson and the Braves plus a dollar five. I'm gonna take a shot here. Um, I actually was really impressed uh, the way the Marlins played last week against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been winning some uh, close games. They've been they lost a few close games prior to the Dodgers series last week. Yeah. Uh, now you got a Braves team that is uh, without their star player in their first game without him. Uh, there could be a big letdown, so I am going to take the Marlins uh, here, just regular on the money line. Yeah. I'll take them minus the dollar eighteen actually on the penny line yeah. uh, currently. Okay, yeah, I'm with you too. I think the Marlins at home to avoid the sweep is uh, the best way for us to go here. Uh, I'll take the Marlins at home behind Pablo Lopez, who's actually been behind Trevor Rogers, their second best pitcher this season for the Marlins. Phillies Red Sox today from Fenway Boogie. Another um, interesting series. It's the rubber match. Boston won the first game. Philly won the second game. Now it pits Nick Pivota against Brandon Kinsler. Pivota seven and three with a four oh nine, and Kinsler's two and one with a seven five four. He's gotten beat up a good bit. The Red Sox have been great at Fenway this year. Ten games above five hundred. They did lose yesterday to the Phillies. Um, Boston now a dollar ninety five favorite at home. Yeah, I'm gonna lean here on the Red Sox. Me too. Uh, they are the more superior team here. Phillies are on the road. They did win yesterday. However, I see Red Sox come back here uh, with a nice win today. I like Boston too. I think Boston uh, gets the rubber match, gets the series victory, and goes into the All Star break twenty one games above five hundred, which is great for the Red Sox. They're having a surprisingly great year. Um, just a side note, the Royals and Indians game for today got canceled, so that will be postponed and played at a later date. So we will move on to the Pirates and the Mets. Chase DeJong against Aaron Loop. Um, Aaron Loop for the Mets, 3-0 with a 1-7-3. He's had a great outing so far this year for the Mets, who have done it with their pitching this year. Not first in the uh, National League East, as we know. 15 games over five hundred at home in Pittsburgh. 14 and 31 on the road and a abysmal 23 games below 500. I think I have an idea of where you're going today on this one. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the Mets here. Uh, you cannot go wrong with the Mets at home. Uh, one of the best home teams we got in this league. Pirates are just uh, abysmal and they are on the road. Again, I'll take the Mets. Yeah, I like the Mets to win today, too. And I wanted to tell you something, Book, is we've agreed on every game so far. And the last time that we did this and agreed on every game, 11-4. and four. Pretty so impressive, pretty the, impressive. The fact that we're going to go grab some breakfast after this, yeah, I yeah. have a feeling we're going to have some money thrown out there today to make it a money-making Sunday. I'm loving it. Um, moving on here, the Blue Jays and the Rays. The Blue Jays, who don't have a home or away, well, they have away games, but they don't have any home games. So pretty much every game is uh, either a, I'll call it a neutral site or a road game for them. And the Blue Jays have actually stood strong this year, 44 and 42. As we know, they got that great lineup. 
Robbie Ray on the mound today for them, who has been very consistent. Six and four with a three three six ERA, taking on what seems to be his exact twin on the other side, Rich Hill, for the Tampa Bay Rays, six and three with a three six five ERA. So two pitchers, two lefties who have been very consistent. The Rays are going for the sweep today. They are twelve games above five hundred at home. Um, are you thinking Tampa Bay gets the sweep today to go into the break hot? Or do you think Toronto will steal this? No, I like Toronto today. Robbie Ray is actually a great pitcher this year. Uh, and, of course, uh, they are the small favorite here. I am going with the Blue Jays to uh, not get swept. Once again, I agree with you again. I like the Toronto Blue Jays. Look at that. On the penny line, $1.18 as we speak. I'm going to roll with the Blue, Jay- or the Blue Jays with you with that lineup. Love it. Reds and Brewers at 11.10 a.m. Um, interesting game here. Another team trying to avoid a uh, – well, not avoid a sweep, but uh, it's just a four-game series. And the Reds have actually won two in a row against the Brewers. Going for a series win here in Milwaukee. Milwaukee throws out their horse, Brandon Woodruff, today against Luis Castillo, who – he was getting beat around earlier in the year, but he's kind of dialed it down. That ERA coming down at a 4.81 now for him. Still can't trust that offense of the Reds, though, when he's on the mound. He just never gets any run support. I'm looking for the Brewers here to take advantage with their stud on the mound and beat the Reds today. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Love Brandon Woodruff today. Brewers at home. They will be able to uh, capitalize on a not-so-great Luis Castillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take the Brewers. I like that a lot, but we're on a roll today. Um, the Tigers and the Twins, this is an interesting game. Um, Willie Peralta and Jose Barrios. Peralta's pitched well this year in the few starts that he's gotten. Barrios is obviously the Minnesota's ace. The, But I don't know. I mean, the Tigers have a better record. and Kind of fishy. Minnesota's a $2 favorite? Yeah, I mean, you're going to go right off of the, the pitching here. I mean, you got Jose Barrios on the mound for them, for the Twins. Um, but again, I, I just have a I just have a mantra here that I cannot bet on teams with a losing, a very big losing record with here. With a big line. And it's a big line. I'm no, off. No less. Yeah, I'm off this game, absolutely. I'm off 100%. A 220 favorite in some places around town for the Twins who are 38 and 50? You might actually look the opposite way and catch a little value with the Tigers plus the $1.96. Yeah, if anybody wants to do that, bet at your own risk there. That's just a weird game that I'm glad that we're both on the same page and we're both off of. Off the game. TBS, the nationally televised game of the day here. There will be no Sunday night baseball because of the NBA Finals tonight. They didn't want to coincide each other. So the big nationally televised game today is going to be Yankees-Astros. Yankees actually going for a sweep in Houston to go into the break. Yeah, The sweepies. It's cool. So the Yankees come in 46-42 and 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 23-20 on the road. Um, They actually have a better road record than they do home record. Interesting. Astros, 28-19 at home. To lose two in a row and have that good of a winning percentage, you have Jamison Tyon, who's been iffy for the Yanks. Uh, Framber Valdez, 5-1, He's been quite consistent for the Strohs. As of right now, Strohs, $1.25, um, $1.35. Yankees, the dog, roughly in that plus 115, plus 120 range. You know, I actually uh, kind of going to go against one of my uh... – 
my theories here with betting pitchers. Uh, and I like the Yankees today plus the dollar twenty-four. That's sharp. As uh, the way that this team is, they they remember they remember the playoffs and the cheaters of the Astros and how they feel. They got a little bit of uh, incentive here, and I think right. that they're going to go for the sweep here. I saw Aaron Judge yesterday. What he did? Hey, he's squeezing his shirt right past Altuve after that home run. I'm interested in seeing the Yankees win this game, and I think that they can do it on the road, and I'll take them as a live dog. Okay, I'm going to let you roll with that. Um, the the A's and the Rangers, this is going to be the third game of this series as well, as the Rangers got beat up on yesterday. That was actually one of the games I liked. I was kind of liking the Rangers yesterday. Um, but 8-4 to four win for the A's to even up the series. Today is the rubber match. We got Chris Bassett on the mound for the Oakland A's, who has been very consistent. Nine and two with a three four one. He was actually an all star replacement just announced. So he'll be in the all star game on Tuesday. And pitching for the Texas Rangers has been debatably their best pitcher, Colby Allard, who's two and five, but a pretty decent ERA at three four five. Similar ERAs here. Oakland. I'm sensing some value on the A's here. Only a dollar thirty-five favorite on the road. What, what are you feeling? Yeah, I'm going to take the A's here. I like the A's. Uh, Bassett's been very good this year. Um, he was a star in the minor leagues. Been following him for a few years. Um, he's finally getting everything together, uh, and he's going to lead this A's team today to a win. Okay, okay, I like that too. I'll take the Oakland A's at a great price. Um, good price to get the series win and. Build some momentum for that second half of the season. The A's always seem to be in that playoff hunt in the American League West. So, yeah, we're going to roll with Bassett and the boys today uh, going into the break. Nationals and the Giants today, Boog. Uh, Eric Fetty pitching for the Nationals going up against Kevin Gosman, who has had one hell of a year for the San Francisco Giants. The San Francisco Giants in general, definitely the team of the first half. 24 games above 500 and 29 and 13 at home this year. Taking on a Nationals team. Four games under. Defending champs from a couple of years ago. They're going to have to get some stuff going in the second half if they want to shot at the postseason. But the Giants are battling for that NL West and potentially an NL pennant. Uh, Gosman has been lights out with a sub-2 ERA. Best ERA uh, behind DeGrom in the majors. So where are you looking at uh, today's game with between the Nationals and the Giants up in San Francisco? All Giants today, baby. I like the Giants uh, minus the one and a half, oh. minus $1.05 on the run line. Mm-hmm. I will take them. Uh, Eric Fidei is actually not that good. Uh, he's been uh, very inconsistent, not as good as uh, they had hoped for over the last few years that this kid has been uh, in the majors. Uh, he actually is a hometown uh, Vegas product. Really? So, yes. Uh, so, very good friends with Bryce Harper. Very um, interesting. And I, who used to play for the Nationals. Yes, used to play for the Nationals and uh, is also a Vegas uh, product as well. Yeah. So, I'm going with the Giants here. I'm laying one and a half, minus $1.05. Give me that today with the Giants. Okay, I'm going to take the Giants as well. I like where your head's at there. We agree on yet another game, which I'm really liking. Keep in mind, folks, all these games today are going to be in the afternoon because, like I said, there's not going to be a Sunday night game because of the NBA Finals. They don't want to coincide national televised ratings, which is understandable. I like it better that way anyway. 
Angels and the Mariners. Man, my fly-under-the-radar team of the first half who finds himself that a team that was not supposed to be this good. The Mariners at 48-42, and 42, 10 games over 500 at home. Hector Santiago in his first start since his suspension for a foreign substance. He said all he used was pine tar. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. He's back on the mound for the Mariners today. Um, they going for the sweep against the Angels. Obviously, we have no Mike Trout. Jose Suarez on the mound for the uh, for the Angels. Three and two with a two three seven. He's been pretty good this year too. And uh, as of right now, we have the Mariners a dollar six on the penny line, um, and the Angels a dollar four on the penny line. Very interesting game up in Seattle today. Seattle going for the sweep. They gonna sweep and build momentum into the break, or are the Angels gonna spoil it? Bring that broom out, baby! Let's go, baby! I like the Mariners today. They will actually be able to control everything. This uh, Santiago kid is actually gonna be on the mound, so interesting to see uh, how ferocious he can come out and show that he didn't need any foreign substance in his hands. Yeah, I think he has something to prove. I think he comes out and he gems up the Angels, who have struggled to score runs in the last couple of games. They got shut out yesterday in Seattle, so we'll see how that all pans out. Seattle's pitching and the way they play at home. I'd like them to go 7-up in the win column here, 7 above 500, going into the break for the Seattle Mariners. So congrats on a great first half to them, for sure. Very unexpected. So they are actually looking real good as probably one of the surprise teams for the first half. 100% agree, brother. 100% 100% agree. I was going to call you Brooger. Yeah, Booger. Brother and Boogie. There we go. Um, Diamondbacks and Dodgers, Boog. Um, I think I have a good idea of where we're going here. Booga. A 22-1 spanking by the Dodgers yesterday. Now they come out as 260 favorites with Tony Gonsolin taking on Merrill Kelly, who the Diamondbacks are 11-37 and 37 on the road. I mean, that's all you got to tell me about Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, on the road. Yes. Uh, they are actually playing against this mighty Dodgers team that seems to have gotten their groove back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonsolin's actually not really a great pitcher, and you know he comes out of the out of the bullpen. Dodgers are a little bit shorthanded due to injuries right now, but with those bats alive, the Diamondbacks on the road. They are heavy, heavy favorites. The Dodgers. Uh, so I'm going to take a stab here. I'm going to lay one and a half runs. Okay. I have a sneaky suspicion that the Dodgers will score some runs today, give that uh, Gonsolin some support mm-hmm. on the runs, and I will take them minus one and a half, minus $1.25. Dodgers all day long, easy money. Last game on our card today, Boog pits the Rockies and the Padres from San Diego. John Gray taking on Ryan Weathers, who's been really good for the Pods. Now, the Rockies, who have the worst road record in baseball, yesterday they won on the road. Do they do it again? You know, this is going to be a tough game for me. Uh, I've actually been able to uh, play both sides of these teams lately. Yes. Uh, I have been getting kind of burnt on the Padres. Um, and Rockies are actually absolutely amazing last week. Uh, but they were at home. They are now on the road Correct. and finishing up uh, this series with the Padres. Um, I will go ahead and uh, take the Padres at home. I will just take them minus the 178 on the penny line. Okay. And uh, we'll take our chances right there with another road loss for the Rockies. I like the Padres to win this game and finish strong going into the All-Star break. Uh, They win this game. They will be 15 games above 500, which I like them to get to today and beat the Rockies, who are abysmal on the road. That's our MLB card. I like how many games we agree on. Um, we're Amazing, definitely going to have to put together something crazy for baseball today, which I will talk to you later about. 
Um, just quickly, EuroLeague 2020 gold medal game today. 12 o'clock ESPN, Italy and England. Um, you going to take your Italians to, to, to win this thing? I mean... You got England actually uh, a pretty good favorite here in minus a dollar fifty. Yeah, so uh, I believe they are uh, gonna have a tough time though with Italy. I, I look for Italy to have the upset here. Yep, I'm gonna do the same thing we did the other day with Italy. Uh, as I'm gonna go draw in the 90 minute span, and then Italy wins in extra time or on PKs. If you want a really good bet that I see value in, plus four thirty five. That the game goes to PKs. Love it. So that means you go through 90 minutes, you go through 20 minutes of injury time, and it gets to a pretty much a shootout. Plus 435. So I will take Italy to win the actual thing at plus money. I'll take the draw at the end of the minutes, uh, at the end of 90 minutes at plus money, and, and that it'll go to a PK. Three plus money bets that all have a chance to cash. Three-way betting, three Let's ways go. to bet. So that's what I'm going to do. Cash that one in. I'm going to do that in the EuroLeague today. There's also the Gold Cup, which I'm not going to concentrate a lot on. Uh, Canada and the United States are $5 favorites. Uh, Canada's playing Martinique, and the United States is playing Haiti. Um, both $5 favorites. Not really interested in that. I do like El Salvador, though. Minus $1.10 in regulation against Guatemala. That's going to be Ligeti's free sock lock of the day. The sock lock. Sock lock of the day. El Salvador minus $1.10 against Guatemala at 7.30 in the Gold Cup group stage. Boom. I'll roll with you on that. I wouldn't dare give that as my best bet, but I am going to bet it just for shits and gigs. All right. Boogs, we move on to the one thing that I've been really dying to talk about all day today, and that is the Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Um Breaking down those first couple of games, to be honest with you, they were very similar type games, and you could see it by the score. Um, the Suns won 118-105 in Game 1, 118-108 in Game 2. The Bucks didn't make their necessary adjustments on the defensive end to defend that Suns pick and roll, but on the offensive end, they couldn't get enough going. Giannis had no help. No I was there. Believe me, I know because I was there. No help. Giannis had 42 points in Game 2. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, his the two guys that really stepped out, stepped up in uh, Giannis's absence. Nowhere to be found. Drew Holiday didn't really. He did already at 17, but that supporting cast I think is going to play better tonight for Milwaukee. My question is: Is can Phoenix continue their dominance? And their play, because this is the first NBA Finals game in Milwaukee since 1970. You know it's going to be rocking. Vegas knows it's going to be rocking because you got a four and a half point favorite for Milwaukee after losing by 10 and 13 on the road. Crazy. Over under at 222, which is lower than what they've been scoring to. Kind of a tricky line. Game threes always are, but it's heightened because it's game three of the NBA Finals. Before you give out your pick in this amazing Game 3, give me an idea of what you see happening tonight. Like, what do you what do you think is going to go down in this Game 3? I mean, I think Phoenix is on a mission. Uh, I believe we both called Phoenix in five. Uh, I'm just not sure which game it's going to they're going to they're going to lose. Uh, I think it's going to be rocking actually in Milwaukee. 
But uh, I'm with you on that. You know, if it's not, then there's no point of this team even playing in their home stadium. So uh, they're going to have a really good fan support. Um, the Bucks have been down two nothing before. Uh, I just, I just can't see this Suns team though losing uh, the way that they've been playing. Um, there are going to be adjustments defensively, um, and the Suns' offense is just, I think, is just too good for the Bucks. It is. I think it that they good. can't be stopped. They're a great free throw shooting team. Um, they had an, uh, an abundance of foul shots in the first game, and not as many in the second game, even though they were home, and they still were able to. Uh, easily cover this this uh, Suns five minus five minus six. Yeah. Um, now you're getting points Crazy. on the road. Pretty weird. Um, I mean, I don't see why they can't at least keep it close. Um, I don't see the Bucks coming out. I don't think. I think some of the supporting cast plays a little bit better. You know, some of the times in these, in these playoffs, especially when you're playing in a seven game series, your supporting cast. For whatever reason, they get a little bit more juiced when they're on, at the on home court. Um, so maybe you know Holiday has a little bit better game. Mm-hmm. You know maybe Middleton will uh, show up in the fourth quarter uh, and give uh, Giannis some of that support that he needs. Uh, Connaughton was very impressive actually towards the end. I believe yeah, Pat Connaughton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. actually helped he us cover great. that 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 that's uh, the total uh, for sure, knocking down some of those threes in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I really believe that the Suns can keep it close, uh, and I would not be surprised if they won the game outright. I am taking Suns plus four and a half. Okay. Um, from a point spread perspective, it's hard for me to to gauge because my, my gut feeling here, Milwaukee's been a great home team all year, 26-10, and 10, been a great home team in the postseason. I mean, we watched them. We watched them this postseason really, really give it to some teams when they're up there. Um, being in Phoenix for Game 2 live, I could tell you that crowd, it's tough to beat the Suns in that building. And I don't know if Milwaukee's going to be able to. Now, with that being said, I think it's going to be very difficult for the Suns to win up in that building too. And you know what they say. It's not a series until somebody wins on the other player's court. Exactly right. So we obviously don't even have ourselves a series quite yet. But nonetheless, I mean, you look at what they've been able to do at home in this postseason. You know, beating the Heat. They haven't lost at home against the Heat. They didn't lose at home against the Nets. Um, the Hawks did steal game one of the Eastern Conference Finals on their home court. But this is a different animal, I feel like, for Milwaukee. I'm not too sure about the land points here. Um, I do like Milwaukee from a standpoint of everything I just said, along with the fact that you go down 3-0, the series is over. Aaron, so, done. being at home... I'm not going to fade you and say they're going to cover. I think they they could blow them out tonight, but I'm just going to say that I think the Bucks win. But I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go towards a total in this game. Offensive firepower in the first two games, and it barely crept over. At halftime of Game Two, they had 101 points and lit the world on fire in the second half to barely creep over. Yes. Same exact thing happened in Game One. 
very low scoring in the first half, lit the world on fire. This is my thought. I think Phoenix, who's been scoring 118 in both games, they scored 118 in both games. I think Phoenix scores less points on the road tonight. Mm -hmm. I think Milwaukee dials in better defensively, and I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game than it has been. You've seen two games. They finished at 226 and 223. The book's giving you 222. I think the Suns may struggle a little bit tonight from the field. Milwaukee being at home, they need to turn up their defense. I think the Suns can defend. The only way the Bucks are lighting the world on fire is if Middleton and Holiday and Brooke Lopez hit their threes. I think it's going to be more of a slow-paced, snail, dogfight of a game. And I'm going to go under... 222. Under 222. Okay, I could see that. I was very nervous in that second uh, second uh, half. Me too, because we had the over. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I could see that. I think that uh, for Milwaukee to be able to win this game, I believe they're definitely going to need to slow down this Phoenix Suns team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely can see that happening. they got to play defense, kind of like how they did in Game 3 against Brooklyn. 86 to 83 in game three against Brooklyn when they were down 2 0. Right. Similar scenario, maybe. They really dialed in. You got Giannis on defense. I'll tell you this Brooke Lopez is a beast down low. I think defense wins the night. I'll take that under 222, especially I like it since both finals games went over already. I'll take an under here. I'll take a stab at it. Um, it's best best time, Boog. So. I'm just going to throw mine out there. I usually let you go first. I'm going to get mine over with. That under is my best bet. If you couldn't hear it in my voice, everybody, the under in Game 3 of the NBA Finals is an absolute lock. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm still sticking with the Suns, plus four and a half. Uh, but that is not my Boogie's Blockbuster best bet. All right, Boogie, tell them what the Blockbuster best bet is. What we got? Boogie's Blockbuster best bet is going to be the Oakland A's. Oh, okay. A's, minus $1.38. On the road. On the road against these Rangers. Chris Bassett on the mound. I am looking forward to seeing this, this team right. win this game. All right. And uh, I will give you another another blockbuster best bet. Okay. And we're going with the Seattle Mariners. Today. Hey, I love the Mariners. Yes. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. My my best bet was between that under and the Mariners. Yes. I think we found out what we're betting. So I can't wait a few minutes here to get to the book. And we will be cashing out in the window uh, later today. Everybody do yourselves a favor. Get to the book right now. And get the Boogie and the Baron special. We're going to give you a special three-teamer, okay? Round robin it if you want. But if you got balls, and we do, bet a three-teamer. Oakland A's, Seattle Mariners, Bucks, Suns, under. Bang. I love the Giants minus one and a half, too. Let's go. Let's go. I like it. Oh, Giants minus one and a half. Dodgers minus one and a half. Wow. We're talking too much. We are talking. The under, the Milwaukee under. The Oakland A's, and both of us are on the Mariners, so there Absolutely. it is. You get three blockbuster best bets. You get three Bs for the price of one. A's, Mariners, NBA Finals Game 3 under. See you guys at the window. That's a wrap. Episode 65 is out. Bearing out. Boogie out.